Welcome to Above Limitations with Pastor Victoria, touching lives and communities with the words of deliverance and raising people above limitations. Genesis 22, verse 7. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, my God, will provide. If you know the story, I'm sure everybody knows the story, is about a strange demand that God gave to Abraham. Please, I need your attention because I want to bring something out from here. And the Lord gave Abraham, after Abraham had waited for a long time, before the Lord, and God gave him Isaac, and the Lord now asked him, I want you to go and sacrifice your son, Isaac, for me, to me. And as they're on their way, Isaac said to the father, I can see the wood, and I can see the fire. But where is the lamb? I cannot see the lamb for the offering, for the burnt offering. And the father confidently and with boldness and with faith. Somebody say faith. You cannot walk with God without having faith. You cannot receive from God without having faith. You cannot experience God as a Jehovah Jireh, without you trusting him, that is God the power to supply all your needs according to his riches. Amen, somebody. You cannot experience his goodness in the area of your life if you are doubting the power of God or you are able to be thinking and be wondering how God is going to do it. If you are questioning the grace of God, or you are questioning the power of God, you, you might not be able to experience the blessing of the Most High God. Abraham, the father of faith, the Bible says he responded. And that is what I want us to understand in the journey of our life. We must be able to trust the Lord, no matter what you face, no matter what you are going to, no matter the need of our life, no matter how bad that situation may be. No matter how bad the situation may be. You should be able to trust the Lord. That I know that the Lord Almighty will provide for me as his son. Now Abraham responded. He said, don't worry. You don't have to worry about this. My father, God himself, that have asked me. So go and sacrifice for himself. For him, he's going to make provision. I said something. If you set yourself on an assignment, if you're going on a journey, that, is, that it was God that told you to go on that journey. Can I reassure you? Can I confirm to somebody that God Almighty by himself will make provision? He will make provision. It will make provision. What does it mean to make provision? Is to, to make provision to, is for, for God to, 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 to make available for you what you actually need. For the assignment, he, he must give it to you. For the project, the Lord must make available what you need. If it's the will of God for you to go into your marriage, the Lord will give you all the fruit of the spirit that you need to deal with the person that you are going to marry. No matter how bad that person may be, every other person might not be able to deal with this man. 
all this with this woman. But God will give you the grace. God will give you the ability. That is what we're talking about provision. He will give you the ability to, to stay with this person. When we're talking about provision, we are talking about allocation. The Lord will be able to allocate every need, whether it be financial need, whether it be spiritual need, whatsoever that you may need, he will allocate them for you. And I pray for somebody today that may Jehovah God allocate blessings that you need for your business for you. It is important for us to understand that you have to put yourself under the secret place of the Most High God. That there is somebody, there is a God that does not let his children to lack. When you see, what am I trying to bring up? When you see that is you rely on yourself, provision will not be enough for you. When you rely on your own ability, your provision will not be enough for you. Amen, somebody. But when you start to trust the law as your Jehovah Jireh, he will render help for you wherever you need help. He will lift you up when you are down. He will make provision for you. When we're talking about Jehovah Jireh, we are talking about that God will see into that matter that you have. God will see into that need that you have. Until you see God that is a God by himself, you might still continue to suffer. Praise the name of the Lord. What I'm trying to bring out to you is that God is not limited by anything. Amen, somebody. God is not limited by what, you, what, what your needs are. God is not restricted by anything. He can use anything. He can use anybody. He can use any day. He can use anyhow. He can move anyhow to meet the need of the child of the most high God. Can I say that again? God can use anyone. And that is one particular place I'm going to look at today. That never look down on anyone when it comes to God's provision. Never look down at anybody or any circumstances or any place when it comes to God's provision. God can use any area of your life. He can use anyone to make provision. If you read the scripture, the Bible let us understand that God used the raving to feed a man of God. God used the raving to feed a man of God. I don't know how God can fix it, but I want to tell somebody that is going through a moment of how will I survive? I want to tell you that God will fix it. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor that God knows how to fix it. Oh my God, you might not know how to fix it. Your husband might not know how to fix it. Your lawyer might say, I don't know what to do. Your doctor might say, I don't know what to do. Your banker might say, they don't know what to do. But God knows how to fix that situation for you. He knows how to do it. He knows how to work it out. And I pray for somebody, what you cannot work out, the Lord shall work it out for you. I said, that situation that you cannot work out. You know, sometimes at the end of the month, you are wondering, how do I pay the bill? You are wondering, how do I sort myself out? But God is already preparing, a, a, he's already preparing a table before you in the presence of your enemy. 
He knows how to fix it. And he can fix it anytime. So don't look at yourself and say, oh, the time is far gone. My God cannot do it. I don't know the time of your life. But I want to prophesy to your life that the Lord Almighty shall fix it for you. Oh, she dada. Whatever that needs to be fixed, whether it be the life of your children, whether it be the mind of your children, whether it be your home or your marriage, whether it be your business, the Lord will fix it. You know, some of us, we need our parents to be fixed. Your parents, the Lord will fix it for you. The Lord will fix it for you. Your business shall be fixed by Jehovah God. Your career shall be fixed by Jehovah God. I declare and I declare the foundation of your life. Heaven will fix it for you. This ministry, the Lord will fix it for all. The financial situation of this house, the Lord shall fix it. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody said, the Lord will fix it for me. Oh, somebody say it again and say, the Lord will fix it for me. Oh, say it with confidence and say, the Lord will fix it for me. That is exactly what Abraham did. Abraham confessed. Abraham confidently told his son, this man know that I'm going to sacrifice this boy. I am on my way to kill this boy. I am on my way. I'm about to lose this boy. How does he feel when, the, when somebody went to the, uh, to, to, I mean, if somebody go attend hospital and they tell that, that person that they're the family and say, this person, give them death, they're going to die. How does the family, how do they feel? They will be crying and be praying. My God, I remember I fasted for days. I don't want my mom to die. And now, Abraham knew this is my the legitimate child, the only child that I have. And God said, pack your bag. I want you to go and kill this boy for me. Abraham pack knife. Abraham pack fire. Abraham pack everything that you can see. And, and the wood that is going to put there. Oh my God, my God, my God. I just, just imagine and I saw what the situation will be. Have you seen Suya table in Nigeria? With fire. And now, imagine Suya table. And the table is now your own song that you put on the table. On the fire. On barbecue fire. To sacrifice unto the Lord. But the man gets ready. He, he chose to go and say. And the son said, wait a minute daddy. Something is wrong here. I don't know. There's some people that are looking at your life. I want to tell somebody here. When people look at your life and say, something is wrong, tell them the Lord will fix it. You are 37. You are 42. You are not married and you didn't have children. Don't let them put your spirit down. Tell them the Lord will fix my life. When they look at you and say, your business is not making it, tell them the Lord will provide. When they say your financial life is not what it's supposed to be, instead of you be crying and be putting your head down, look at them and say, I can't fix it myself. I cannot do it myself. I cannot change the story myself. But I have a father. His name is Jehovah, Yahweh Jireh. He will fix it for me. He will fix my children for me. When some people look at yourself and they say your children are 
prodigal son. Your children are on the street. Your children are wayward. Your children are not doing you well. I need you to tell them and say, I have a Jehovah Jireh. If he can fix the prodigal son, he will fix my son. If he can fix the prodigal son, he will fix my daughter. Amen. If he can fix the prodigal Amen. son, he will fix my life. Amen. If he can fix the prodigal son, yes. he will transform the life yes. of my son. Somebody said, somebody said, Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh. Say, Jehovah Jireh. Look at somebody and say, the Lord will fix my life. Tell them the Lord will fix my life. Tell them the Lord is going to fix it. Oh, I might look like this right now, but Jehovah God is at work in my life. Oh, my God is going to fix my life up on me. My marriage might be what you didn't expect it to be. It might not be right. But if there is a God that fixed the marriage of Cana, that God still exists until this moment. The same yesterday, the same today. The Bible said, why they ran out in their marriage? Nothing was in there. It wasn't flowing. Nothing is flowing. But when the Lord showed himself as Jehovah Jireh, he fixed that marriage up. He makes what is dry. He makes it to be running over. I want to prophesy to somebody that it is not over until the Lord says it's over. Amen. The Lord is going to fix your marriage. Yes. The Lord will fix your marriage. Amen. The Lord will fix your marriage. The Lord will fix your marriage. The Lord will fix your marriage. The Lord will fix my marriage. The Lord will fix my children's marriage. If you are that person, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is God a mighty power? You know, sometimes we do not let God do what he wants to do because we are doubting him. Because we didn't really trust him. We we are serving him, but we didn't trust him. We are serving him, but we are still we are still afraid. We are still worried, most especially. I'm not saying you, I am saying we, including myself. Including myself. We are letting people's attitude and behavior. The question that people are questioning us. Mom, how are we gonna sort this bill out? Come on. Then we go into depression. Hey, what? Fala, when are, when, when, when are you going to bring uncle home? That question threw us into depression. When is your business going to bring profit? The question threw us into a place of depression. But Abraham chose not to look at the sun and he wasn't crying. If, if I'm Abraham, I know that I will have cried and the boy will know that I'm going to kill him. I will be crying for Isaac. This way. Isaac, my worry. If God wanted to be like that, and any day we meet again, it's okay. The boy will just take the rope off his leg and say, uh-huh. So I'm the ram. Daddy, I'll see you later. He will run, or he will say, Ah, God give me strength. By the time this father wants to tie me, I will tie him myself. I will do back to send that for him. So by the time the father take him and put him on the barbecue tray, the boy said, Laye. Bam. And they both started to quarrel. He's the one. Thank God that daddy is, is, is old. 99 years old. What strength has he got? What ability has he got? 
we will let the situation, praise the name of the Lord, to overcome. But God wants us to trust him. Whatever the situation, please, the sermon is for me myself. That we should trust the law. There's so many times in my life, I fast and pray and fast and pray. But honestly speaking, I, the, the trust I have in him is not as much as it should be. And the same thing applies to all of us. Without him, when we're supposed to be bold and look at him and say, Father, I know you will provide. Abraham confidently said to the father, to the son, don't worry. He said, don't worry. Are you talking about the land? The father himself, he that sent me the error to say I should go and kill my son, he will provide. And the Bible lets us understand that the Lord provides. And I'm here to tell somebody that I have confidence that God is going to bless you. He will surely bless you. Somebody that trusts the Lord that he will heal you. He will surely heal you. Somebody that trusts the Lord that he will provide for you. He will surely provide for you. May the Lord Almighty, I want to prophesy to somebody. May the Lord provide all your needs for you. Whatever your need, I say, let Jehovah be Jehovah Yahweh Jireh. Whatever the need of your family, I prophesy that the Lord will provide. If there is anyone that needs fruitfulness, the Lord shall provide. If there is anyone that needs children, let me to say me on their behalf. Jehovah will be Yahweh in their life. If there is anyone that wants to qualify as a nurse, the Lord will provide. Amen. Who is on the sound of my fall that need CQC. I know some people always say I need CQC for my business. My shadalieke debotua. I ask you over God. To qualify you in the Amen. name of Jesus. It will make provision for you. It will make provision for you. That person that need a wife, the Lord shall provide. Amen. That person that need a husband, the Lord shall provide. Amen. The one that need a job, the Lord will provide. Amen. You that need customers, the Lord will provide. Amen. You that need blessing, the Lord will provide. Amen. You that need essential permit, the Lord will provide. Amen. You that need settlement, the Lord will provide. Amen. You that need to sign that contract, the Lord will provide. I don't know your need, but I have a Jehovah God that will supply. The book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Put it on the screen. I want everybody to say it to themselves. The Bible mentioned that my God shall supply. My God shall supply. My God shall supply. My God shall supply. Let's read it together here. And my God shall supply all my, your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Somebody say my God. My God. I don't know the God you are serving but I am serving the living God. He will supply. My God will supply all my needs according to his riches in his glory. Number one, I wanted to bring up some few points for you. The first point I want to bring out here is that it is his will and for him to supply your needs. He cannot, hear me, he cannot give you a vision and leave you by yourself to sort it out. I never, I never get worried. The covenant I have with the God that gave me the vision of the breakfast meeting, if I apply it to every area of my life, I will have been so successful. I will have been so successful. I will have been so successful. It is his will. The Lord, if you use another translation of that scripture, amplified fashion, my God will, my God will, my God will, the Lord that I serve, 
It is his will. It is the will of God. Not that maybe the Lord will supply. Can I tell somebody? As a woman, he created me. And before he created me, he knows that there is a man that, he, that cannot fulfill their purpose by themselves. He knows that there is a man that I have to complete. So when we look at ourselves and say, oh, I'm still single, know that the Lord will provide. Not maybe. Not hopefully. Not mm, he will. Somebody say he will. He will. Abraham said the Lord himself. Abraham said the Lord himself. Abraham said confidently, not with tears, not with fear, not with worry, not with lack of trust. God himself, God himself, God himself will provide for us. So what I'm trying to bring out to you today is that God sent me here to confirm to somebody that it is his will to supply your need. Amen. It is his decision to provide for you. Amen. It is his promise to provide for Amen. you. He's committed. Can I tell you, if you are serving God, if you obey him, if you do his will, he himself is committed to supply your need. Somebody say it is will of God. It is the will of God. To supply my need. To supply my need. The second thing I want to bring to us today is the next, second point. God will meet every of your need. Every. Somebody say every. Numbers 14, 28. You know, they say confession brings possession. If you don't say it to yourself, it does not manifest. There is no doubt about it. Now, I'm a victim of I'm a victim of when I look at myself, wake up in the morning. The first thing I, that is going to go through my head is that, oh my God, you are a failure. And I will, I will say it to myself. Nobody was there. Nobody is there with me. Or let me use the proper word that I normally use before. Is that, ah, my life is upside down. So, now, I don't know if there's anyone there that you have been through and you just speak to yourself. It is a strong man, a strong goal, evil thoughts that keep reoccurring. If I take my, if I, we finish praying as a family, then I go and take my shower. Then something I'm going to just look, maybe I just look at one or two things that is not working. I just, oh, Abraham need money for this. Oh, this. And I just say to myself, the next thing I'm going to say to myself, is that my life is upside down. And I will go again, by the time, you know, what I'm trying to bring out is that my life is upside down and come to me repeatedly over 1,000 times. Over 1,000 times. The Lord, I didn't plan to say this, but there is somebody that you look at your life and you look at it that it's upside down. But people look at you and they look at you and they were even using you to pray. That God, look at that woman. How beautiful her life is. Happily married with children. Our ministry is running well. But you, in the corner of your life, you are saying my life is upside down. And I have nothing to tell myself. I'm telling you, I'm confessing today. 
And I never change that tone. I never cancel it. I never pull it down. I never say anything positive to myself. And it will keep repeating. Let me tell you, that is what they call stronghold. It become a mountain in your life. Because that is what everything in your system is hearing. The blood in me is hearing it. Everything, I'm talking about every organ. People outside might not hear it. But that is the word my life is hearing every day. Until one day, I keep hearing the word and I know I preach. I stand to preach to you. I say this, say that. But what am I saying to myself? But I begin to say, no, not anymore. Immediately the voice will come. Your life is upside down. I say, no, it's not upside down. Your life is upside down. No, my life is not upside down. I'm battling with, I'm telling you, that principalities that I cannot see. Forces that I cannot see in the in the bathroom, in my own restroom or bathroom or toilet, you can call it. When I look at the mirror, you just say your life is upside down. I say, No, my life is not upside down. What is it that makes my life to be upside down? A devil is a liar. I begin to speak positively into my life. And my life is good. Your life is good. Your life, you are God, you are work at process. God is doing something in your life. God is working something out in your life. Weeping may endure for now, but joy is coming in the morning. It's only today you see, tomorrow is going to be better. It's only yesterday that you see, and you wake up into today, and the devil is telling me my life is upside down. God is working something out. He's going to provide what I thought he cannot provide. He's going to bless me when I think he cannot bless me. He's going to change my story. So I begin to tell myself that my life, God is working at it. God is working in my life. And that is what I wanted to be saying. Abraham was a man of faith. How can somebody that God said, go and kill your child, we look at himself and he will say, I know God will provide. And he's already on the way. He confessed with his mouth. He said, God is going to supply all my needs. So God cannot supply you with a job. And he will look on the other side of your life. That he is the one that institutes marriage. He is the one that says, I want your soul to prosper. As your, I want you to prosper as your soul prospereth. And he will look at that area and he will forget you. Or he will look at the area of your health. And he that said that, I will take all the disease from you. And he wants you to die. God cannot perfect one area of my life. And not perfect the rest of my life. And that is what that scripture says. That the Lord will supply. Not one. Not two. Not three. Not four. The Lord shall supply. All my needs. Everything that I needed. And I want somebody to say that to yourself. That the Lord shall supply all my needs. 
What does that mean? Is it family the Lord will supply? Is it a job the Lord will supply? Is it salvation of your loved one the Lord will supply? Is it healing the Lord will supply? Is it food that you are going to feed your family with the Lord will supply? Is it money to pay your mortgage the Lord will supply? Is it money to pay your, your children's school fees the Lord will supply? Somebody say, all my needs shall be supplied. Somebody lift up your holy hand. Say, I will not die poor. Say it again. Say, I will not die poor. Say it again and say, I will not die poor. As you say it out of your mouth, I command every spirit of poverty to jump out of your life. As you confess it, I command the spirit of poverty to jump out of your life. And the third time I make that declaration that the Lord will prosper you. 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 In the name of Jesus. Shout hallelujah in the house. Tell your neighbor, don't worry, the Lord is going to supply. The third point is that according to his riches, not according to your job, not according to your beauty, not according to your ability, not according to your own power, according to his riches. What does that mean? It's not depending on your wealth to supply your needs. It's not depending on your salary to supply your needs. It's not depending on what you can do to supply your need. I'm not saying you shouldn't work, but I'm talking about that God, he fed, Jesus fed 5,000 people. He fed 5,000 people and there was still left over. Not according to your own power, according to his riches. The Bible let us know that he is he, so blessed that gold and silver are his. And number four point is that these promises are for those who are in Christ. These promises are for those who are in Christ. What is your need? What is your need? What is your need? Is rich in grace? Is rich in mercy? Is so rich in favor? Is so rich in gold and silver? The Bible let us understand that so many people that he has provided for, but I'm not going to go through all of them. There's only one person I'm going to bring out to you today and I want you to hold on to it and I want you to understand that how do I get God to supply my needs? Whether it be financial needs, whether it be physical needs, whether it be emotional needs, whether it be relational needs or spiritual one. How do I get God? To pay my bills. How do I get God to bless me? Let us look at the book of Matthew chapter 17. The Lord supplied the needs of Peter. The Lord has supplied the needs of Peter. Before this month come to an end. If you believe me and you believe God. Your needs shall be supplied. was a need in the life of Peter. Pastor Blessing, help me. Matthew chapter 17. Uh, can I prophesy to somebody before they read that scripture? You will never struggle again. Amen. Whatever that you have struggled to do before, from now on you will not struggle to do Amen. it. 
Oh my God, whatever that you have struggled to do before, from now on you will not struggle to do. Anyone that says, I've struggled to pay my bills, I say, not anymore in the name of Jesus. Not anymore in the name of Jesus. You will not struggle to settle down. You will not struggle to bring forth. You will not struggle to have joy. You will not struggle to mount up. You will not struggle to finance your business. You will not struggle to do great things in the mighty name. Jesus. Somebody say, I receive it. I receive it. Please, read Matthew 17 for me. Quickly. Yeah, from 24. Yes, sir. When they had come to Capernaum. The Bible said, when they have come to Capernaum. Those who received the temple tax came to Peter. You know, so they, they paid tax during the time of, of Jesus Christ as well. So, they came. They need money to pay tax. I don't know what you need money for. Hello, somebody. Money to put in your application at home office. Money to do this, to do that. Money to finance your business. Money to buy goods that you're going to sell. May Jehovah supply you. Amen. Who said God does not give money? And who said we should not talk about money in the house of God? May Jehovah bless you abundantly. Amen. Many people that are depressed, is it a relationship or money? Money. Oh, listen, what? In this particular case, they were struggling to pay tax and they need that money. The Bible said Peter was thinking and he was worried. How many of you are worried about your situation? How many of us, there's so many of us that are worried that we're going to survive. How am I going to do it? How am I going to make it? We started the conference. My worry, I, was, I don't know who I was talking to. I said, ah, if I even have my way, I will say we should cancel it. I don't even know. The, the church hasn't even got money. I begin to worry. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. Middle of the night, we pray, 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 pray. We worry too much. We worry too much. It's, it's house of God. Don't worry. Hello, somebody. Talk to your neighbor and say, don't worry. Worry kill people. When you worry, when we worry too much about this, about that, about that, about that, then it's our earth will start to deteriorate. What are you about? This is not working. What are you about? This is not okay. What are you about? This and that and that. We worry. But this situation, they, don't, they haven't got money. Listen, the Bible said Peter was so worried. Then when he got home, the Bible said Jesus asked him a question. Read on for me. Then verse 2. Uh, uh, does your teacher not pay the temple tax? Verse 25. He said yes. Verse 25, when, yes. And when he has come into the house. When he come inside the house. Jesus anticipated him saying, what do you think, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth take custom or taxes? From their son or from stranger? Peter said to him, from stranger. Jesus said to him, then the sons are free. Nevertheless, least we offend them. We don't want to offend people. Go to the sea. Go to the sea. Cast in a hook. I want you to cast the first hook. Cast the hook, actually. And take the fish that comes up first. The fish that comes first. 
And when you have opened his mouth, when you open his mouth, you will find a piece you of money. You will find a piece of money. Take that. Take that. And give it to them. And give it to them. For me and you. For me and you. May the Lord supply your needs miraculously. Amen. May Jehovah God, if your amen is louder, may you supply your name miraculously. Amen. If your amen is even louder than that, may you supply it right now. Amen. May you supply it right now. Amen. May you supply it right amen. now. May you supply it right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. When a need is supplied, you have joy inside of you. Is supply miraculously through the coins in the fish mouth. In the same way that God supplied for Peter, this ministry, Pastor Victoria ministry, the Lord shall supply for us. Concerning the money we're going to use to pay for freedom out, the Lord shall supply. If you agree with me, come and say a big amen. Amen. I want to pray a prayer and I need somebody to pray that prayer for you and for yourself I mean the prayer I want you to pray is a father I want you to give me divine instruction for me to know what to do for me to know what to do so you can supply my needs so you can supply my needs there was an instruction before provision there was an instruction. Please, if I don't have anything to say, I must say that before we finish. He said, go and cast the net. Don't take the second fish because it's big. Don't take the third fish because it's big. What, when you look, when you see the first one, don't look at it and say, ah, this fish is too small to carry money. The same way, Many of us, we look at situation and we look at it that it's not going to be possible. It's that the very first fish that you see, take it and you will find money there and take the money, pay for me and for you. Praise the name of the Lord. I think I should say to somebody, I said it yesterday, that whatever what God is providing for you, it's not for you alone, it's for you and him. Go and get the fish. The money that you take from there. Don't use it for your bill alone. Oh, I'm giving you a job. Don't just use that job when you get your salary. Don't pay your car rent. Don't pay your, your HP. Don't pay your this, your phone bill. Don't just pay your rent, your house rent, and every other bills that you have. Don't just pay your sky bill. The rest, I said, this money I'm giving to you is for you and me. And how many of us, under the sound of my voice, my God, many of us love the teaching that they're circulating. And they say, no time, no time. Some people are really jubilating. Some people are really jubilating. Anybody that want God to bless them, you must give back to God. And then he give back to you. That is the example that I want us to understand. He said, for me, go and take the money. When I show you how to make it, when you make it and you get it, it's not for you alone. It's for you and me. You pay your tithe, pay your offering, pay your pledges. Now, use the rest. Pay your tax, pay your car, pay and, you, and live a good life. But whatever that belongs to me, don't give it to another person. Anytime that God wants to release a blessing, he always asks for a sacrifice. 
Sacrifice of time. Sacrifice of anything. Abraham, bring me your son. How many of us will say it's not God? Number two, the widow that that said, my my son is about to die. What do you have? Bring me the oil. God wants to bless you. He must ask something from you. How do you want God to bless you at this season? If you want God to bless you, ask him, Father, give me the ability to hear your voice. Give me the ability to hear your voice. Until Abraham, praise the name of the Lord. I want to bring out something quickly because my time is gone. Why did Abraham, ask yourself, why did Abraham choose to go and give this boy back to God? What does it mean when Abraham said to his lad, Pastor Blessing, you can help me to bring that, that scripture. He told, his, he told his, his servant, we are going yonder to go and worship. How fast is that? How fast is that? Quickly. How fast is that? He told his servant, the Bible said, he told his servant that we are going yonder to go and worship and we are returning back. We are returning back. Somebody, can I ask you the question? How did, what was Abraham thinking? Is there anyone that can answer the question? What was Abraham thinking when God said, go and kill this boy? And as he was going, he told first five. Please put on the screen. And it, Abraham said to the young man. He said to the young man. Stay here with the donkey. Yes. The lad and I will go yonder and worship. And we will come back to you. Now. Did you, say, did you, see, what, did you see what he said? We are coming back to you. Why did he say that? What was going through his mind? He knew that he's going to go and kill this man. But he told his disciples, he told his servant that we are coming back. What does it mean? In my own understanding, what Abraham meant there is that I know I am going to sacrifice my son to God. But I know that whatever I give to God, God is going to return back to me. I am going to go and give him. But whatever I give to God, so I'm going to go and give my son Isaac to God. And God is going to give my son Isaac back to me. I trust him so much. He will see into the matter. He will know what he's going to do. He's going to sort it out. He's going to bring solution. I don't know how he's going to do it. But I just know. Whatever that you give to God, sons and daughters, whatever you give to God, God is going to give back to you. And the reason why we do not receive from God is because we are not giving to God. Your time, your ability, your life, whatever that God has given unto us, we are not giving it back to God. We give three, ten, or fifty hours or whatever hours to games. We play games. And when it comes to prayer, we give five minutes to God. Five minutes prayer. Oh God, I thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for saving me today. See you tomorrow. And five minutes that you give to God, press it down, shake it together. Whatever you have is what you're going to have. When you seek God, you will find God. 
When you give to God, God is going to give back to you. In a miraculous way. And I want us to pray this afternoon. Power to give back to you. Whatever, who give you your life? Who give you your life? It is God. We are standing here today because he wake us up. Whatever you give, he will give back in return. Not just like that. Praise down. Shaking together. Running over. I want you to speak to the Father today. Ability to give to God. We can give five hours shopping. Let the Lord give me the ability. I'm not going to do any altar call. Say, if you want to serve the Lord, if you want to give your life to Christ, come. Yes, I can do altar call for Christ. But you want to give your life, you want to serve God. Many people come out, but they never get to do it. But until you give something to him, that is when you experience it. Give me power to, to, to work for you. To give my life to you. To give my week to you. To give my money to you. To give unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar. And to give to God what belongs to God. This is your second prayer. Father, give me the power, ability to be obedient to you. Abraham became the father of all nations. Because he obeyed the voice of the Lord. When God spoke to him, he did exactly what God said he should do. God, speak to me. Wherever God wants you to go, say, God, help me to go. Whatever the Lord wants you to do, Father, give me the ability to do it. And I want you to ask the Lord, give me the power to recognize your voice. Sometimes God is speaking to us, but we thought it is man. And sometimes we look at it and think, Oh, it's because pastor want me to do that. Every time they talk about the people that give. Yes, I talk about people that give. But because we see testimony in the life of people that are not just giving money, but they give their time to serve the Lord. Let me recognize your voice. Let me recognize your voice. Let me recognize your voice. And finally, I want you to speak to the Father. Whoever are you going to use to be a blessing to me? Open my eyes. Give me a discerning spirit. The Lord used Revit to feed Elijah. I wonder where Revit find the food. And I wonder who is baking the food. And I question where he's getting the water from. Because the Bible said the bread is hot every day. Twice a day. Who is your raving? Who is that person that God wants to use as your blessing? Who is that person that God wants to use to supply your needs? And you are really not recognizing that. Father, let me recognize my helper of destiny. Oh Lord, let me recognize that. Let me recognize them. Let me recognize them. Don't let me despise them. Don't let me despise them. Speak to the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. 
Heavenly Father, we reference you, we honor you, we praise you for today. We pray because you are our Jehovah Jireh, our great supplier. And we come before you any area that we have need, that your children have need. I ask you, Father, including myself, including Freedom House, meet us at the point of our need. Supply all our needs to us according to your riches and your glory. To you, Lord, be all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank you for listening to Above Limitations. I know you've been blessed with this message. Join Pastor Victoria at Freedom House 9 Factory Road, North Woolwich, London E16 2EL, Sundays 10 a.m. GMT. For more information, visit www.pastorvictoria.org. Email admin at pastorvictoria.org.